Hey, welcome to the XY formula. Shit, it is formula, right? Not factor, right? Formula. door and offers to shovel your your sidewalk for two bucks. Wow. No one said no. Six and I did a good job. Six years old. Six now, years now old. where was this? Incredible. Mount Pocono, Pennsylvania. Mount wow. Pocono. Shout out Mount Pocono. <laughs> Our friends in Mount Pocono. <laughs> was ever afraid of work.
sign in a window, and I said, I'm going to go talk. So I was like, uh, for, uh, and graduate. Um, <clears throat> what degree? take the Lion Brewery private. It was a public company.
entrepreneurial bug got me when I was a banker. for us, but the company's still there and it's still doing really well. He left for and also a lot of experience I gained. Very important for to serve. Um, <laughs> you, you get more out of it than you ever give, I promise you. But yeah. I got a lot of contacts now that, that are my business partners. Um, state development, and I did that for a year. A bunch of other life changes happened that Danny's very familiar with, <laughs> which would take four podcasts to... <laughs> thing and you know start we we put the deal together and i've been changing it ever since <laughs> improving it <laughs> improving yeah. it taking uh -huh. taking new steps yeah. so it made an interesting point as a banker and, of course, as, as getting into real estate and everything else. And I think Rob and I, everybody here on the podcast knows, you know, we're commercial real estate uh, specialists here in northeastern United States. But even in, as you as in the banking industry, you know, we see a lot of people on the other side of the table, too, that have huge wealth, high wealth, high accomplishment. Mm -hmm. And, like, I, sometimes I look at their resume and say... Man, I, I'm, we're not far. Why, why them and not me? Mm. You know, or why not this person and not that? You know, it's it's sometimes people just get lucky, and other people you see that just have to drive and drive and drive and earn it. 
Yeah. But I, I don't think a lot of people, and part of the podcast is to understand, well, how did, how do certain people find that success? And I think, again, you, you saw people from the banking industry, you know, I mean, talk to us about it. They're, they're, there's nothing special, really, about many of these super successful people. No, on the entrepreneurial side, um, I can tell you that the two most profound characteristics that I've seen, mm-hmm. uh, and, and the one by far, is fearlessness. Mm-hmm. Mm. You can't be afraid of failure. When I think about, um, I'll mention some names, a lot of people, I don't even know if they'll... My two, my two biggest mentors, Carl Weiler and Steve Sack. Shout out to Wyler. And Carl would correct you, so I would. He, he might have felt that, and you feel it, but you go forward anyway. Right. Because, you know, what's... ...story. And yeah. I think...
And I said, because I was driving out of the plant one day, and he had this little sign, probably to most people. I've got nothing if these people don't follow me. Wow.
I have, I have one more, one more question. Let it rip. I think it would be bring a lot of value. So, you had the real estate developer. You were the brains. He pretty much was the money. How was that? How did you propose that conversation? Like, how did you? You mean to get the job or to make an investment? To get the job. So for him to trust you. Yeah. Um, a lot of entrepreneurs inherently have trust problems. You, okay. have, to, you have to understand that. Right. And, and Bob did too. Um, but but they, to, to some extent, they know they have to trust other people to get where they're going because they can't do everything themselves. Right. So that's just you know basic mm-hmm. business sense. Um, but it took time. It took time for Bob to trust me. Bob was impressed by me because I came, he asked me to come to a conversation before he hired me that he was having with someone about a deal he was trying to make on a property for a new factory, which mm-hmm. never came to pass. Um, but I just went there, and I was the only guy at the table, I think. No, I was the second guy at the table in a suit and tie, um, and Bob was in his, his classic Oxford, you know, and, uh, and jeans, which he still wears every day, which I love. That's what I, that's what I wear now. He, he, I was wearing khakis for the longest time, but he won, and I started wearing jeans in Oxford every day. Um, but um, he, it, he, he came to trust me just by seeing performance okay. and just by me showing him everything. He saw me working, copied him on emails, you know, kept him in the loop. Even when he didn't want to be in the loop, I'd grab him and say, you need to give me five minutes on this, yep. you know, just so you know what I'm doing, because mm-hmm. I don't want you to be surprised. I was taught that... People don't like surprises. Don't surprise anybody. And so I kind of just operated that way, really wide open, let them see everything. Hard work um, and persistence. Yeah, and then, and then, you know, we did a couple of deals that, were, that worked really, really well. Um, and he helped with, I mean, there was a lot of times, I have to say, where Bob's guts and fearlessness helped us make a better deal than I would have made mm-hmm. without him. Mm. You know what I mean? Because I wanted to get the deal done and you know, he did too, but he was he was more willing to walk away from it. You know, and you got to be like that. You see, Trump just walked away from North Korea yeah. this morning and said, you know, I'm the, the, I'd rather walk away than do, you yeah. know, a half the, deal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, so you, I started to gain, develop some of that entrepreneurial strength that Bob already had. Um, I got that from him, but you got to be willing to, to kick a deal. Yeah. To, to do the best deal. Sometimes so it's not exactly that's right. That's how the trust developed. And um, he's still a dear friend, and I still spend time with him and always will. Mm-hmm. Um, some of his real estate investments, the office space market in this town is... It's bad. Bad. Yeah. 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 And so some of, those, some of those are sucking wind a little bit, but thank yeah. God he's, he does well in his other businesses too. So Yeah, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, so then one last question, then we'll get into our XY game. Know that faith plays a very important uh, role in your life. Yeah. Tell us how you run with that every day. You, um, it, the absolutes are the absolutes. So mm-hmm. for me, the, the first absolute is I want to live a life today that I know isn't going to inhibit my eternity. Because, listen, none of us are getting out alive, right? <laughs> and none of us are probably going to live, we might live to 100, right? Maybe mm-hmm. 50, I'm going to be 45. You'll definitely live to be 100, Rob, because you're only 24 right now. And lifespans are growing, and technology is getting better. Medical technology, so yeah. but still, a hundred years, eternity's a whole lot longer than a hundred years, and we're all going somewhere, right? Yeah. I want to know where I'm going, so yeah. I, I try not to disappoint God every day. Mm-hmm. Um, that's number one. Um, number two is um, my family, right? Mm-hmm. So if I get home with my family, and we all still have our faith, and we're all still healthy, and we're all there safe, with a warm roof over our head. We win. 
today we won. That's how faith. And so the rest is, I don't want to disappoint my business partner. I don't want to disappoint myself. This business needs to succeed. I've got to find a way. Mm -hmm. But if, that's, if the Lord has a different will, or if I just mess it up and can't get it done because I'm short on smarts, or I'm short on energy, or I'm short on whatever it is, that's not the end of my eternity, right? I'll, I still know where I'm going. So you kind of prioritize things like that, and that's what keeps it from driving you nuts, right? It's like, okay, this is important, but it's not the end of my eternity yeah. if I don't get it perfect. Right. So um, that's, that's how I keep myself from, from letting it drive you crazy. Because, if, look, if you put all your eggs over here and say, this has to go right, or, or I'm done forever, and it goes wrong, well, then, then where do you, how do you pick the pieces up? Right, and you you got nothing to live for. That's where suicide comes from. You can't get yourself in a place like that. Yeah, you've got to keep the the, the the right things, the right things first, foremost, and keep it all in perspective. And that's where my faith comes in. Right, it's from it's from the top down. Nice. So, yeah, it's uh, it helps me sleep at night when most guys wouldn't be able to sleep. <laughs> right. I still sleep pretty well, except for when my five month old. He's still a handful. He's, he's the reason I don't sleep, not because of payroll. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful stuff. Hey, so we, we wind up the uh, the podcast with a little game we call XY Game. So I'll ask uh, the questions from Generation X, which you're probably going to be very familiar with, and Rob's going to ask some stuff that, that as we talk, you probably hear in your store from your workers saying, and now you'll have an idea what the hell they're talking about. You want to go first, Rob, or me? Yeah, okay, so let's start off what people say. So, millennials, what does the word... YOLO mean L Y O L L I'm sorry Y O L O I know I've heard it once YOLO YOLO Yo I'm asking a pretty girl out because YOLO is that what it is? Kind of like that? You only live once There you go Nice I had to chuck him a little clue Chuck me a little clue all right. Who was the original lead singer for Van Halen? Sammy Hagar. No! Oh, no! <laughs> David Lee Roth. Lee Roth. That's a point for my generation. Um, the richest millennial right now. I love this question. Richest millennial? Oh, man. I don't even know if he's, I if he's a she, millennial. It's a girl. It's a she? It's a girl. Yeah, you won't, this will blow your mind. Not one of Sam Walton's no? granddaughters. No, no. <laughs> Richest millennial. You're gonna, you're huh? gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna be like me when I heard who it was. I'm like, well, what the hell has she done? <laughs> like literally, I don't know that she's done anything. Besides... Artist? Not an artist. No. Is it the lady that developed Spanx? No. <laughs> I just saw her she's speak millennial. though. She's great. She's pretty sharp. Yeah, yeah. No, not her. Younger. Younger. Twenty. Twenty-one. No. Yeah. Um, Kylie Jenner, Kardashian family. Really? Eight hundred forty-five million, something like that. Cosmetics. No business like show business. Oh, her own cosmetics her line. Her own cosmetics. I, I, I didn't know she had. Still show cosmetics. business. Yeah. Right. Right. I, yeah. That's something. I don't know. Yeah. That is something. Yeah. By the way, YOLO. Yes. I disagree with YOLO. Okay. <laughs> There's a better way to look at that. No, for sure. You don't only live once. You only die once. You live a whole you life live every time. day. That's right. You only die once. I That's like right. that. Just remember that. That's good. That's really good. Make it right. count. George, who who were Magic and Bird? 
basketball players. Magic Johnson, L.A. Lakers, and Larry Bird, Boston Celtics. Excellent. There you go. That was easy. <laughs> that was easy. Um, football's millennial leader is what they call them. Who is it? Yep. Football's millennial leader? Ain't Tom Brady, because he's ancient. <laughs> <laughs> should have been paying attention. <laughs> I can't even help you with this one. I have no clue. Football's millennial leader. I don't know. So, I don't even know his name, but he's the coach of the Rams. Oh, <laughs> sure. McVay. Sean McVay. Sean sure. McVay. Yep. Right. George, back in the day, back in our day, well, my day at least, there used to be two Germanys. East and West. Yeah. But, more famously, what German city was split in two by a wall of all things? <laughs> Berlin. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. East and West Berlin. Yeah. Which one side was communist, the other side was, you know, democratic. I don't know how the hell that worked, but that wall worked for a long time until until who? Rob, who 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 said tear down this wall? I have no idea. Who said, Mr. President, tear down this wall? He was an American president. American president said, Mr. President, he was... Considered one of, the mo- one of the mo- modern day's greatest presidents. He was talking to Mikhail Gorbachev. Who Abraham was... Lincoln. <laughs> Bro, it was in the 80s, not the 1860s. George Bush. <laughs> Ronald Reagan. Reagan. <laughs> yeah, the cheap, the, the, the cheap seats are shouting, Reagan, Reagan. I, lo- I love, I love asking. Questions like oh that. yeah, I have yeah. no idea. Abraham. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, oh, you're up. You're up. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what's the first rule of Fight Fight Club? What What's Fight Club? Fight Club movie. <laughs> was was it a movie? Club. It was a movie. Club. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. Okay, um, that's uh, don't speak about Fight Club. <laughs> Is that right? That's yeah. a Brad Pitt movie, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. What movie? Uh, speaking, uh, I'll stay on movies. Okay. What movie does this line come from? You're gonna need a bigger boat. Jaws. Excellent. <laughs> one of the coolest. One of the coolest oh, yeah. scenes in any movie is Roy Scheider backing up with a cigarette falling out of his mouth because <laughs> he just had the shit scared out of him. And he, you're gonna need a bigger boat. <laughs> and the two other guys are like, well, what, what, what? They didn't even see what the hell happened. Rob. Um, the term "it's lit." It's lit. Man, oh man. Pastor Andre, he's our youth pastor. He knows all these things. It's lit. Uh, you got to ask some of your workers. Your organization is pretty lit. Or it's about to be super lit now with the new renovation. Trendy, hip. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much what it is. It's cool. Yeah. It's super yeah. dope. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Okay, here's here's one that I've asked in other, other guests of podcasts, and no one has a freaking clue. <laughs> but I, you're going to know this. Who was... The juice. OJ Simpson. There you go. Hey, <laughs> and you probably remember that he plays a football player. He wasn't really just an actor. Or Buffalo Bills. Or murder. Right? Buffalo yep. Bills. Yep. Can you name the the college where he won his Heisman Trophy? Hmm. He didn't go to Pitt. No. Well, just think of where he ended up. L.A. USC. USC. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right, so I have a multiple choice here. So millennials, they started the whole, they pretty much brought the whole gaming and like internet into into the world, made it mainstream. Which of the following highest grossing video game franchise to date? Call of Duty, Mario, Pokemon, or FIFA? Call of Duty, Mario, Mario, 
Pokemon? Pokemon? Or FIFA? Soccer. I'm going to say Call of Duty. Ooh, close. Mario. Was it Mario? Yeah. Mario Kart? Yeah. Surprisingly. Wow. Mario was from our generation. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was long that started wow. with Atari. Yeah. <laughs> Donkey Kong. Yeah, yeah. Mario Brothers. You guys have been around a long time. Let's yeah. do one more. Yeah. Um, as you can see, I got sheets and sheets of this stuff. <laughs> okay, George. Today, you can go on Cartoon Network or any hour of any day you can watch cartoons. Back in our day, when we were six, seven, eight years old, there was only one small window in an entire week when cartoons were on TV. What was that window? Saturday morning. Saturday morning cartoons, <laughs> baby. What? Yep. Yeah. Like, on Saturdays. like if you missed it, you had to get your ass up at six. <laughs> yeah. Because they started at like seven o'clock. And the seven o'clock time slot wasn't like, it was like the Johnny Quests and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. But like, like, we pumped into like Scooby-Doo, that was prime time. And then by 11 o'clock, Shit was over yeah. outside, and you get your ass outside. <laughs> now, now, unless you had a really cool uncle that drug you back inside, like around two o'clock in the afternoon, because back in the day there was always the creature double feature on Saturday afternoon. Saturday afternoon is when the <laughs> horror movies were, but yeah. back in that day it was King Kong, Godzilla, right. Dracula, Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah. You know, yep. the creature double feature usually from two to three thirty and three thirty to five. There were these, you know, back to backers. But yeah, wow. only Saturday morning. What channel? Any of the major networks. Okay. But and that's the only that Saturday it. morning. NBC, CBS, and or that NBC. was wow. it. And you had, you had thirteen channels. Things. Cable TV was still yeah. You had thirteen channels. You had to get off your ass to change the channel. There was no remotes. Yeah. No remotes. No. Damn. You close. guys are like. Have you ever ancient. seen a VHS machine? I have. I have. I used. I had a friend your age really... that didn't know his mother. He found one in the attic. And I, I saw this story on Facebook. I know these people really well. And he's like, Mom, what's this? And she's like, oh, you wouldn't know. I'll show you. So we take it downstairs, plug it into the back of the TV, flip it over to, from cable to, you know, VHS. And, yeah. and she gets a tape, and he puts it in, and he says, why is this starting in the middle? She says, oh, you have to rewind it. What do yeah. you mean, rewind it? There's no table of contents? <laughs> yeah. so just yeah. No, you have to rewind it. It plays from start to finish. It's a tape. Oh, man. Yeah, you didn't know what it was. Like ripping it out. That's crazy. That's crazy. You got one more to end up or no? no I'm good. Okay. I think, yeah, I think I went uh, I went second anyway. Well, George, hey, this has been a great discussion. No, I've enjoyed we've, it, man. We've taken a trip from shoveling snow to PNC Bank yeah. to gas station convenience stores. Uh but a lot of discussion on on small business ownership. I think small business owners probably really enjoyed this podcast. Yeah, I hope so. And fearlessness is if we're gonna have a title for it. It'd be fearless. That's number one. Yeah, you, you got to get through it. So thanks for coming on. Any if you any listeners out there anywhere near Marshall's Creek Route 209, check out the Sunoco station across from the Price Chopper. And if you're there, anytime after let's say uh, May 1st, stop in and grab a six pack along with your lottery tickets on your way to. Uh, Burn, oh, twin, uh, what do they call Twin Towers or Twin Peaks up there? Or what do they call that? Their vacation resort, the Fernwood Place? Oh, the uh, treetops? Treetops. Yeah. Treetops. treetops. Yeah. Or Shawnee Ski Area, anything like that. Hashtag Shawnee Ski Area. <laughs> <laughs> Check out George's story. George, thanks for coming on. Thanks, guys.